Welcome to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast, where we go live and talk to the people of Miami and just say, what's up? How are you? Happy Wednesday, everyone. I'm on a chill mood today. I do not own the copyrights of this song. A little West Montgomery to get me in the mood to slow it down a little bit out there. Happy Wednesday. Thanks for joining me, y'all. All right, uh, Angel, what's going on? Hashtag Adam, Jenny, Fernanda, Gabby, Sucre, Hector. How are you? All right, so uh, why am I doing today's podcast and why am I calling it Comedy versus Journalism? Well, first of all, uh, last night I had an amazing episode where we were uh, making fun of the fact that McDonald's closed its doors over in Russia. I was just making jokes. I was having fun. I was on live talking, you know, to the people of Miami. I wrote some great jokes out of it. I made a reel. And in a few minutes, the reel got a lot of exposure. It really went out there. Started, like, getting a bunch of likes and a bunch of shares. And people started putting comments on it. I got great feedback for this one. But lo and behold, the strangers then emerged. And went into the comments. Uh, you're missing the point. Uh, you're missing the point. Stupid. It's a comedy page. So I got a lot of people trying to explain to me why McDonald's closed in Russia. Uh, you know, you know how mansplaining is like look down, where it's like unnecessary explanation in a condescending way. It doesn't just happen to the ladies. It happens to content creators too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People just emerge out of the woodwork. And they just start writing comments that really aren't important for the sake of their own argument. All right? So if I have a comedy page, for example, and I'm making fun of the fact that McDonald's closed its doors in Russia, I don't need anyone's rhetoric going into the comments telling me why the economic repercussions are affecting Russia and the ruble. It's like, what are you doing, bro? It says Miami comedy. I even went into these people's pages. They're not even from Miami. Just random people with political opinions leaving comments about McDonald's. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing, bro? Don't you got a family? Huh? How gullible is the world right now where the page clearly says comedy and people are showing up thinking that they're going to get a source of news and information from it? This is so stupid. You know how many podcast episodes I've done where I got to go and make an episode dedicated to these people to kind of just like put it out there and let you guys know that there's people out there that don't know what they're doing. Some people need to take a psychology assessment. You know what? You know what? That's a great idea. Why don't we do that? Why don't we, uh, why don't we do some sort of like application or a resume before someone gets Wi-Fi? As a matter of fact, why don't we tier the Wi-Fi? Why don't we tier the internet? The internet. That's a great idea, actually. You know, people with a certain way of comprehending the, their reality and the reality of others, if you don't reach a certain standard, you, you go into the, the gulag of the internet. You know, you go in there, in this little section of the internet, you guys go talk your garbage because this is ridiculous. Go in there, all right? Yes, that's what you got to do. Xfinity, AT&T, all those Wi-Fi internet carriers, why don't you make the people fill out some sort of resume or an application and just do a psychological assessment to see if these people have the ability to go online with other people? Huh? 
There's people out there going into a comedy page discussing the economy, thinking it's viable. This page can be called Miami Liar, and people will be like, oh, this guy clearly is a liar. Stupid. Read the username. <laughs> That's what we got to do, man. The internet is eventually going to be a place where uh, people and their ignorance is just going to run rampant. The Civil War is already happening in America, but it's all through information. It's all through whose comment is more offensive than the other. Who disagrees the most? I don't like the way this guy is explaining things. It doesn't fall in my point of view, and so I must leave a comment that makes no sense. What's going on, Deborah? Andrea, Amanda, Steph, Joel, forever. We're here talking about the difference between comedy and journalism. All right, so I understand that there's shows like The Daily Show. There's shows like Last Week Today and all that. All right, fine. Those are satirical news sources. I wouldn't take them as a way to get the reality of what's really going on. You know what I mean? These people out there, like, Fox News in itself is like The Daily Show, but for Republicans. Every day they've got people on there that don't really look like they're anchors. They look like they're just comedians riffing it, right? If I was a Republican, I'd kill it on Fox News. Right, with my mustache and red tie, I'll put on a little Make America Great Again hat and I'll just start talking smack about Joe Biden and Obama administration. Yeah, back in the Obama administration, uh, I wasn't really into politics, but it looks like he was messing up the whole time. I could just make an hour show doing that. And people will tune in and be like, this is reality. This is exactly what I need to hear in order to take in the news source. Imagine if we lived in some sort of dystopic reality where these people get one main source of news, and anything else is not supposed to be out there. I only need my news from one point of view, and if anything is different, they are the enemy. How stupid is that? Don't you want to take a break from the news? Whether you like getting it from the lefts or the rights or religions or whatever the hell you're into, don't you want to take a break from it all? Don't you want to hear some guy in his garage talking, talking smack Lying to you and making fun of the things that happen in the news? Like, wouldn't you want that, ma'am or sir, out there leaving these comments, getting angry because it's a comedy page? It's like every time the haters show up and just leave these comments, I, ne I don't understand their psychology. Well, I kind of do. I mean, if you really break it down, it's just people who are bored, right? And they're scared because imagine... I can imagine, like, the amount of fear they have coming across certain news aspects and they're like, oh, my God. Alex Jones was right. <laughs> that YouTube documentary I saw, it's happening in real life. And then they got to go to someone else's page and be like, oh, stop saying that. No matter if this is a comedy page or not, this is nonsense. You know what? That's, that's how you know the current state of affairs. Not of just in America, in the whole world. Like just the fact that people go to a comedy page and they get upset goes to show you that we aren't ready for space travel yet. <laughs> or either that or some people got to be left behind, man. You know how gullible those people are? Imagine the level of gullibility you got to have. And that's what happens when you don't have a sense of humor. If you don't have a sense of humor, your level of just taking something in for face value every single time is through the roof. That's probably why Karens always complain, right? That, that personality trait, Karens or whatever. It's they're always complaining because they don't understand that somebody else is messing with them. So they need to talk to the manager or somebody that agrees with their point of view. It's the dumbest. It's, it's to live that kind of reality. It blows my mind, right? 
where everything needs to be in order. Nothing can be different. If anything is different, it's a threat, let alone comedy is a threat. Laughing at stuff is a threat. Laughing at yourself is a threat. We're dealing with subtle and mild mental disorders <laughs> on a daily basis. People don't know what's going on in the news. People don't understand what's going on in the news. They just take one source in, and then they go out in the world with that reality, and they're like, anybody that's different than me is a threat and an enemy. Can you imagine the kind of stress these people must go through when they just log into the Internet and they accidentally click on a hashtag that leads them to a completely different world? Oh, my God, what is this person talking about? Harold! Come here, help me leave a comment. This guy is talking nonsense on a comedy page. It's so stupid, man. What's up, Mo? Ricky, Hector, if you guys had any experiences with this where you post something and then somebody goes into your comments, they're not even on your friends list. They just accidentally find you through the search engine and then they just leave a, a comment like, like you're a Yelp page. This person's comment was not suitable to my reality, and so I must say I give it one out of five stars. Who asked you, bro? Why are you like this? You know? People think that being informed makes them smart. You know, people think that, like, if I read my newspaper from page to page, from beginning to end, I'm smart than the majority of the people. No, you're, you're just seeing one way Right. And that's what a lot of these people do. Like they just read one thing, you know, back to back. And they're like, I understand this fully. And then when someone else presents something different, you are wrong. And here's why. It's like you're not in more intelligent than by reading that. OK, the only thing you should ever strive for is this ability where you can have one point of view and understand someone else's point of view. Now, that is next level thinking. Right. If you have the ability to hold two contradicting thoughts in your mind as one, you're next level thinker. And not a lot of people have the ability to do that. I can't hold on to two concepts at the same time. It's crazy to me. The Democrats are crazy. The Republicans are crazy. The comedians are crazy. These kids are crazy. It's like, no, dude, you're, 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 you think this way. This is how you were brought up. I think this way. This is how I was brought up. Let's just, you know, let's just live. It doesn't matter. I'm not in your home knocking on your door, giving you pamphlets about how I think. You're the one that stumbled into my page. All right? I didn't, I didn't send you a friend request. That's the beauty of social media. If you don't like it, you just unfollow, man. These people, don't, even worse, man, these people don't even follow. They don't follow the page. They just stumble across it on reels, and they're like, I got to say something. So this is what we got to do for moving forward. After all this is settled, after the pandemic is over, after all the tensions in Russia is, are over, whatever next crisis is over. Once You know those moments of peace where there's not a lot of things happening? I sometimes wake up in the middle of a nap and just like, oh, it's too peaceful. Something's going to happen. <laughs> right? You guys ever had that or is that just me? Right? When there's just nothing going on in the news, Kanye and Kardashian are at, on the headlines again. That's when you know there's a time of peace. <laughs> Whenever you see Kanye or anything Kardashian in the newspaper, you are in peacetime. <laughs> right? And then I get anxious because I'm like, when's the next crisis happening? It's too peaceful. We're already on the third day of the Kanye West, Kim Kardashian debacle on them breaking up. Something's going to happen.
So let's go to the chat here. Uh, Chris and Blessed says, the last two years have been a mess. That's why Karens are on the rise. They're terrified. They are absolutely terrified. I feel bad for them. You know how much anxiety medication they must be taking? Oh, must be bad for their heart. The lifespans of people with this psychology must be dipping. Because of the amount of, here's the thing. There's a lot of stress happening in the world right now. And those that are very sensible, sensitive and gullible to it, they're probably not going to have a, a large lifespan. This is the truth, man, because having a lot of stress is actually bad to live a good, solid life. So imagine being exposed to many different points of views that are contrary to yours. Your, your anxiety must be through the roof. I'm sorry to hear that. And if you got to go ahead and go through some cathartic release on my comments, so be it. As soon as they go up, delete it. Okay, you know what? Go ahead for the sake of the betterment of society. Right? I'm a giving person. Go ahead and use my comment section as a way to let loose. Release that anger. Lay down upon me your hatred, and I will give you peace. Because I can easily just delete and block you. And you won't even know it. All right? It's an easy thing. I don't even go back and forth and argue with these people. I don't. Because usually I try to kind of like, you know, hey, so, you know, this is, and I try to make like a joke out of it or something, you know, something a little lighthearted. But then these people then start going deeper and they try to drag you down into their way of seeing things. And then you kind of just like end up in this muddle of, what the hell are you talking about? Right? I never argue online. It's a waste of my time. Um, don't worry. There's someone. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Mo. Uh, Jonah N says comedy and journalism both must be taken with a grain of salt. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to journalism, there's a whole company involved, right? Even sometimes uh, other companies buy newspapers. Like, doesn't Jeff Bezos own a newspaper? Jeff Bezos newspaper. Yeah. The Washington Post was purchased by Bezos for $250 million. So do you think the Washington Post is going to post something about the Amazon in a negative light? No. All right? In comedy, you have a neutral stance. We got to make fun of stuff in order to stay creative, in order to keep the finger on the pulse. If there was an ignorant comedian to the level of, like, they're just spitting uh, non-factual nonsense in a way that is... uh, um, um, what's the word? Jesus Christ, it's, it's with an M. You know when you have bad intentions? <laughs> malignant, there you go. If you say anything that's malignant as a comedian, you're not that good, right? As a comedian, you have to say things that are funny. And in order to be funny, you have to take in a lot of perspectives, and you got to find the irony of it all, and you got to find the common theme of it all. It, ta- it takes... In order to make something funny, it takes a lot of effort and make it into something simple, right? When you take something complex and put it simple, that's the magic of comedy, especially when, you know, of course, when there's a laugh involved. So when you do a newspaper, you're taking the complex, you give it a big headline, and then you try to make as many people want to read it as possible, right? And then in order for you to get that headline, you got to, like, put something out there that is extremely sensational, right? Uh Russia gives nuclear warning to the West based on the Ukraine, you know, that kind of thing. 
where it's like, oh, my God, what is this all about? And then as you read it or watch the video, then they put an ad in your face, right? At least in comedy, we say we're, you know, our sponsors are MeUndies. If you need fresh pair of balls every time you take those underwears off before you have sex, put on some MeUndies, right? Us as comedians, man, we don't really get paid millions and millions or get, you know, can you imagine if Jeff Bezos, like, gives me a ring and be like, hey, Manny, I'd like to purchase your podcast. First of all, I'd say yes, all right? And then every time I say something or start a podcast, I then got to put, like, affiliate links on the description or talk about Amazon, and I will. And Jeff Bezos hit me up. I'm down, all right? I will sell out for the right price. Okay, when it comes to journalism, there's an agenda involved because of the fact that people need eyes on those papers or, or videos in order for the advertisers to push, um, to push their message. And then those that hire, the, uh, those that take in the advertisers, those that write the headlines, those that get the teams that write the headlines, so on and so forth, they have an agenda based on their own newspaper or their own company or whatever the hell, right? So the difference between comedy and journalism is that comedy takes a lot more neutral stance because we, we have to. We have to be more neutral in order for us to come up with the good stuff. A newspaper doesn't have to be neutral. A newspaper could just be like, we're bought off by this company that has these values, and so we're going to write sensational uh, articles based on those values, like, for example, Fox News and CNN and all that. So when somebody goes into a comedy page and says, what are you talking about? They don't understand that you're taking a neutral stance and that it's their turn to be made fun of. They actually take it for face value. They think I'm the enemy, thinking that I went into their page, I looked up who they were, what they believe in, and I go, you know what? Forget this guy. I'm going to say something solely to this guy. And then when they find you, it's like, he, he found me. There he is. That's the enemy right there. Stupid. People, some people cannot have... Some people cannot connect with others online. It's just, it needs to be illegal. The same way you need to go through some sort of assessment to carry a weapon. You need to have some sort of psychological assessment to communicate with others in mass. This is actually, you know what, guys? I think we're on to something. This is actually a really big concept to think about, okay? There's a certain kind of responsibility when you have an ability to connect with many people on a medium that is the internet. If you're not stable... All right, you can find other people that aren't stable with you and actually have a loud voice pushing some sort of dumb, gullible agenda based on that instability. And that's a dangerous thing, especially when it's splintered off into different groups. Didn't they recently capture like the Proud Boys guy? Proud Boys leader. Yeah. <laughs> For those watching on YouTube and Twitch, look at this. <laughs> This guy got dragged out in his underwear. <laughs> oh, man. This is how they're going to treat comedians. Right? Comedian saying jokes about uh, current events uh, pulled out of his house in his underwear while he was live streaming. <laughs> Apparently taken by complete surprise, former Proud Boys ringleader was handcuffed in nothing but his skivvies early Tuesday morning as police arrived at his Miami. He was in Miami because we're free in Miami. All right, we're allowed to do whatever we want in this city, except be a proud boy. 
What is a proud boy anyway? Don't they like uh, do some insurrections and stuff? Yeah, there you go. Uh, in footage of the arrest captured by NBC6 South Florida, 38 can be seen exiting the house with his hands raised, and he has the peace sign like he's Nixon. That's a very proud boy move. <laughs> oh, man, just walking out in your underwear thinking you're Nixon. Uh, please tell me there was drugs or, or a prostitute inside. The riot, according to an indictment, was the final stage of the convoluted plot involving a flurry of text messages, social media posts, and one secret meeting in a D.C. parking garage on January 5th. Tario was released from prison for flag-burning incident just two months ago. Proud Boy leaders, uh, leader arrested this morning in his underwear. Yeah, you see? So the insurrection, what happened at the Capitol, is an example of people that shouldn't have Internet access coming together to do this, okay? People that have an agenda, people that are just not stable, people that actually think that, the, that America, that the America they live in, imagine living in a country where you think that uh, the information you get online is, is the correct information based on some guy they found in his underwear, <laughs> Um, I only get my news from QAnon. Exactly. All that stuff online. There was no insurrection. Oh, I don't know. It says in relation to the January 6th insurrection. I'm assuming they're talking about the storming the Capitol. Uh, Lily, what's going on? Elo. Omar. Dro. Very Vero. Oh, what up, Vero? Uh, Amanda, what's up? No wonder there's only seven people. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> so when it comes to people online and getting information to think that this is like the right way to uh get into some sort of reality where unstable people come together and then they just go hey guys you know what let's do this thing let's make a big fuss out of it let's make it one of the most important days and it, it was a it was a failure people got killed People got arrested. People got hunted down uh, by the police, by the feds, because of misinformation or groups of people coming together to do this kind of stuff. So that's, that's the whole point. What I'm trying to get at is this. People need to have some sort of psychological assessment before they connect with others. And I think having a sense of humor is one of those things because a sense of humor allows you to kind of get multiple points of views before you actually take it for face value, man. I think a sense of humor is like a sign of intelligence. You know, sense of humor is kind of like a sign of intelligence where people are capable of realizing that some things might be right or wrong. You don't just take it in because, uh, oh, somebody told me that this is the truth. So, I, you know, I got I to gotta believe in that, Right. So when you see comedy on the page of an Instagram as the title, just know that what you're about to see or what you're about to hear or the kind of content it creates, it doesn't take sides like this. It doesn't give you this kind of information. It's kind of like taking a break from it all. All right? Oh, I'm on my high horse today. Here we go. All right. Thank you all very much. Joe uh, says, yo, that shirt is uh, tough. You selling them on the website? This is a limited edition Colombian Miami improv shirt. Um, 
Volker Camo blocked. Absolutely. I don't need you to tell me how many people are watching. I can see it. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. I'm happy. I'll t- to get away with a podcast here in the city of Miami where people actually tune in, I'm blessed. All right? I'm not going to ask you guys to storm anything with me, <laughs> except maybe a comedy show. Hey, come out to the Miami Comedy Show, guys. Tonight, no, Friday, we're going to be over at Thank You, Miami. If you want to get together there. However, Drew, uh, I should give you a fair uh, warning that uh, we are running out of shirts. So great segue. Look at that, guys. All right, so look, I have the remaining shirts right here. So for those watching on YouTube and Twitch, see that right there? These are all the shirts that are left. I believe I have 11 left. So if you guys want to get in on the final few of these designs in pink, all right, look at that. Look at that flamingo. High quality. Does not wash off. All right, and I also got it in blue. There's some sizes I don't have available. But just visit MiamiComedy.com slash shop to get some of the remaining shirts because I'm already coming up with ideas on what the next shirt will be like. Maybe. Well, here's what I do. Just the same way as I did on the previous design, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put up some samples on the stories of Instagram, and then you guys can vote if you want to keep this one or the other. And then based on the votes online is the ones that I'm actually going to go out and print. Sound good? All right, that way we're all involved on what the next design will be. Now, if you also want to support the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel, MiamiComedy.com slash YouTube. That's where the live streams are at its highest quality, where you get the multiple camera angles, you get to see the screen, whatever. All right? Thank you all for tuning in. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow's what, Thursday? Tomorrow, 6 o'clock, Friday, 4 o'clock, Saturday, 1030. Uh, wait a second. Wait a second. Walter over here. Uh, you only need, you only need seven people to start your own cult. (laughs) That's what we're going to do, guys. We're going to start a a Miami comedy cult and we're all going to wear Miami comedy shirts and we're going to go to open mic comedy shows. (laughs) Miami comedy leader, Manny Garavito pulled out of his garage for streaming comedy. He was wearing uh, nothing but a Miami comedy shirt. He walked out uh, Winnie the Pooh style with his genitals out. Wouldn't even have my... (laughs) You guys only get me from the torso up. You don't know what I'm wearing underneath. All right, I could be all out. Peace, brother. All right, Sucre, I'll see you next time. Uh, New Trump interview, a full send podcast. You know what? I do listen to what Trump had to say about the Ukrainian thing. That guy has has a lot of nerve. All right, again, I'm not political. All right, you vote for whoever you want. You listen to whoever you want. I don't care. I don't care. I can get it. I, can, I understand. I get it. All right? Some people have make better sense than others. Others have better points than others. It's all one big game, but we're all going in the same direction. All right? Chef, what's going on? Chick with the braids, D4. Ellie. Ricky. Jeez, love.